Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Let It Be Easy. I'm your host, Lisa Sanchez, Certified Leadership and Life Coach, Reiki Practitioner, and Recovering Overachiever. Not everything in life can be easy, but this podcast is about seeing how some things don't have to be as hard as we think. This podcast is brought to you by Cocoon. That's my practice where I offer coaching and other resources to help you trust your intuition, design a meaningful life, and create fulfilling work. You can find out more at the-cocoon.co. Okay, I am just so excited to introduce a special guest today for this episode, my dear friend Amber Blandford who is an intuitive guide, a certified professional organizer, a former hospice chaplain, and my dear collaborator on a brand new audio course. It's called Winging It. It is now available and it's all about intuitive living, connecting with your intuition, strengthening it and acting upon it. Um, hello, Amber. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Yay. I'm so excited to have you. And, um, also I'm remembering how, uh, when we were thinking about making this course, uh, I, I don't know if it was both of us or one of us kept accidentally saying podcast instead of course. And you kept being like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to make a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kept calling a podcast. I'm like, the next time we meet for our podcast, I mean, course. Yes. I just kept doing it. I'm like, I don't want to have to do a podcast. (laughs) Okay. So I love how one way or another, I still got you on a podcast. (laughs) Yes. Which is fantastic. And what I love about this yet again, the universe is so kind and generous. I don't have to do anything. You made the podcast and I get to be on it. And so I'm just so grateful uh, for that opportunity. That's right. You know, that really goes right along the lines of let it be easy. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we both get to do what we love and what we find easy. I love Mm -hmm. making a podcast. I find it pretty easy. And you get to show up and you're so good at that. Yes, I love connecting with others and trusting and going with the flow, all of those things. And it's really incredible to me how our gifts are complementary and how we support each other and also support others in the process when we come together. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. At first I was thinking like maybe we uh, should talk about like how we came to make this course. And, mm-hmm. and then I thought, wait a second, maybe we should go way back and talk about mm-hmm. just our friendship. Like, how oh, do I we know that. each other and mm-hmm. why are we friends? Yes, <laughs> let's do that. That sounds fun. Okay. And um, especially because this is an episode and the whole course is about intuition. Is there any like intuitive grounding or ritual that you would like to start with before we start uh, storytelling? 
Sure, yeah, so a couple of things come to mind. I'll have us just take a couple of deep breaths and then I'll lead us in um, a call and response, calling upon our intuition that everyone can participate in that came through and is also on the course that we created. So let's first just take a couple of deep breaths here. Feeling your feet on the floor. Head, neck, and spine in alignment. Feeling grounded from your belly button down and lifted from your belly button up. Just tuning in and noticing how you're doing physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Whatever's there, just notice it without judgment if you can. If the judgment comes, then just don't judge the judgment. This is a way of tuning in to your own inner knowing becoming very aware of what's happening right now for you. Then just take one last big deep inhale and hold it and then let it go. And now Lisa, um, let's do our, our invocation, our intuitive knowing opening okay so I'll, I'll say one line and then you and the listener can say it out loud okay ready all right here we go inner knowing i welcome you inner knowing i welcome you inner knowing i love you inner knowing i love you inner knowing I trust you. Inner knowing, I trust you. Wonderful. And with that, we're ready. We're ready. That feels so good. Mm -hmm. And yes, it did just come through to you as we were mm -hmm. intuitively making this course. And it's something that since then I use all the time, like if I need to ground myself or you know, starting out a meditation or whatever. I just find like it's so brief, so memorable and and so comforting. Mm. Yeah. Can we say those words one more time? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So again, we'll do it the same way. I'll, I'll lead, you respond. Okay. Inner knowing, I welcome you. Inner knowing. I welcome you. Inner knowing, I love you. Inner knowing, I love you. Inner knowing, I trust you. Inner knowing, I trust you. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Amber. I just got like a really strong image of the mm -hmm. memory of when we met each other. Okay, great. Tell me about it. Okay, so 
This was in, we were both living in Atlanta. Well, mm -hmm. I, I got there first, like a few mm -hmm. months earlier, and then you arrived and uh, we connected because our partners at the time knew each other. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I'm having a memory of like friendship at first sight. Like, <laughs> like this is gonna be good there was something about storing some of your stuff or like helping you all move in yeah yeah because mm -hmm. uh, we I think we made a trip or maybe my partner had books at that point I don't remember but yes I do remember that you all stored it okay that is particularly interesting to me because I remember, maybe I'm still this way, but much less. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was very resistant to things like that, to mm -hmm. like storing other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm very sensitive to mm -hmm. like stuff. Right. And what's in my environment, as I'm sure you fully understand as an intuitive and professional organizer. Definitely. And like, there had been definitely other times, especially when you're like in grad school or like just out of school, like yeah. you're always moving and people are always asking like, oh, can I leave my stuff at your house while mm -hmm. I'm in between? I would always say no, mm. but I must have said yes to your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's interesting too, because it was our partners who kind of did all of it right we didn't know each other they knew each other from the university so uh yeah that's interesting yeah. yeah yeah so yeah we found each other in atlanta and we were both new to atlanta yeah and gosh thank goodness for your friendship i mean yeah i feel wow. the same way lisa the image that kind of came to me was us walking around your complex yeah with me remember i would come and we would just yeah. walk and talk about all kinds of things yeah it felt yeah. like a venting session for both of us yeah yeah and we were both really figuring so much out with mm -hmm. our careers especially like what mm -hmm. really was the work that we want were each meant to be doing right um right now that was probably 2012 yeah it's, we moved we moved from berkeley to atlanta in 2012. okay so it's been nine years mm -hmm. wow so much has happened in between and um uh it's like i couldn't have imagined all the parallels we would have in our lives that would right. continue to bring us together yeah and like all the complementary uh like skills and characteristics mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and also like it's really cool to think about how much angst we had then about our <laughs> careers you know yeah yeah and now i feel like we are doing the work we're meant to do mm -hmm. absolutely and I know for me personally, with my career, with the background in chaplaincy, working in hospice and bereavement, I know that I needed that training to be where I am now. 
yeah. both professionally and personally, that even those were some hard times, it was still really helpful and contributed to where I am today. Right, right. I mean, you had a hard job, Amber. Really mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. I remember us talking about that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, can you imagine how you going from hospice chaplaincy into professional organizing and then into where you are now? Like, I mean, I couldn't have imagined how all those pieces would come together. Right, right. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, and I feel similarly about my uh, my master's. Mm -hmm. I, I went to divinity school too and mm -hmm. got mm -hmm. a master's in religion and literature and then worked in technology for right. a while, you know, which I didn't expect. I In school, I was never thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to end up in technology startups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then for a long time, it was like, how do I make sense of that my education like mm -hmm. how does that even fit in does it is it even something i should just take off my off of my resume you know mm -hmm. um but over time it became really clear as i got into uh, management as i got into leadership coaching all the all the things i learned in divinity school came flooding back yeah the things about you know learning, looking at all these different types of communities, like, like what, what inspires people to rally around a cause, you know, what makes for a charismatic leader, or simply an effective leader? Mm -hmm. um, how do we, you know, uh, what kinds of oral and written traditions do we have in organizations? Like, even corporate ones, not just in in religious organizations. All of this really um, became full circle. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, how do how are you feeling your your different uh, backgrounds connecting in your work now? Well, I I'll answer that, but before that, I just wanted to say it's really cool that you're able to utilize all of those different experiences and all your different careers and integrate it into your coaching practice. And because you've had so many different experiences, you can really journey with those people who are unsure, maybe feel hesitant about where they are with their career because you've done such a variety and you really followed that inner knowing and trust even when things were challenging. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it when a client says to me, okay, this is going to make no sense. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, give it to me because yes, I have please. been in that kind of place a million times. <laughs> this is going to make no sense, but I'm about to do X, Y, Z. And that's the sweet spot, right? That's the sweet spot of life. And I feel like those moments are the moments where your intuition is really ignited. Yeah. Because if it isn't logical, it's often intuitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, now, I feel like exactly this, the ability to talk with you about mm-hmm. this kind of thing mm-hmm. um, is, is one of the reasons that we are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another thing I love about our friendship is like, we really make things happen. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. We're very strong. Yes. I feel like it could appear like we've been talking in this really chill way mm-hmm. so far, you know, like very mm-hmm. calming, little meditation, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little invocation. And, and um, I feel like that in a way uh, it's, it could be hard to hear that underneath the two of us have a lot of fire. Yeah, we do. <laughs> There's yeah. no question. I mean, that that's what enables us to, to take the next step and to trust because we have such fire. We have such courage. We live so boldly that even the smallest nudge of, hey, maybe we should make a course about this thing we do every day when we talk to each other on intuition. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And also for me, it's been like such a process of mm-hmm. being able to take that fire that I have inside, that restlessness mm-hmm. that I have um I have sometimes been called a bulldozer <laughs> in, certain, uh-huh. in certain areas. <laughs> the ability to like take the bulldozer and direct it in an yeah. intuitive way. Mm-hmm. where it's not just constantly stirring things up. Um, it's not being destructive in a chaotic way right? or just like causing me a lot of angst. It's like I can, I'm now able to like use all that power and intensity with a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wh- what has it been like for you? Like, with your intuition over time? Hmm. Well, for me, I, I think I've really have had access to it and have been aware of it for a really, really long time. Like even moments when I was a kid, I remember just knowing things, knowing things about other people or knowing things about the future or um, having a sense of where I needed to go and when, or if I needed to tell something to someone. And so it just continues to grow. And the more that I trust it, the more that it, it gets stronger, mm-hmm. you know, and I really rely on it and, um, and I'm reassured by it. I think that's probably the biggest recent gift is the reassurance that comes from trusting my intuition. Like, I know that I'm always going to be okay, no matter what happens in my life internally or externally, I'm always going to be okay because I have my inner guide. Mm-hmm. And that's all I need. The rest falls into place. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does seem like it's it's been lucky in that you you have always had such strong intuition mm-hmm. and then your your growing has been um recognizing that yeah. that's like unique that not mm-hmm. everyone well i i would say everyone can have access to that yeah yeah but not everyone starts out um especially in adulthood Mm-hmm. with with a clear connection to it the way you've had right um and then yeah really claiming it you've you've really claimed it as a mm-hmm. clear and uh public part of your identity yeah i think i think that's really it that i just assumed everyone lives their life this way and it's not the case <laughs> <laughs> not not true not, you not, know, that's not a thing. <laughs> right. And so, and the recognition of that strength and the recognition of that power has led me to then want to put that into service for others. Yeah. And for the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, it's really been a process. I, I've always been very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely always had like gut feelings got a Uh gut sense from time to time but it has been very difficult for me to distinguish between my intuition my anxiety and just my emotional life Uh yeah well and I think it you know I can imagine you have such a rich emotional life that it would make it harder yeah, pl- pl- plenty of emotions over here. Abundant yeah. emotional <laughs> And I'm abundant in thinking, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting that the one piece about intuition that comes to me now is that intuition is neutral. Exactly. So if you yeah. follow it or if you don't, it's really okay. It's, it's, it's really okay. It's yeah, up to you. There can... There's no... Totally major consequence if you don't yeah like there can there can be an emotional response that we have shortly after having an intuition like oh i need to do this Mm. there's there's the intuition and then there can be the emotional response like oh my gosh what's going to be the consequence of that and blah 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 and oh no i can't and now i'm stressed out whatever Mm mm-hmm but that is its own thing, apart right. from the initial message or sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's when our fear can kick in. Our inner child that wants to try to control and understand, really, even more than control. I think it's it's a yearning for understanding yeah. what that means and is everything going to change and are we going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? Yeah. Ooh, Amber, and we have had to answer that question for ourselves a whole lot. A whole lot, especially over these last two years, yes. Yes, and especially in the year, the years leading up to the pandemic, like Mm -hmm. before the pandemic happened, the two of us went through like some major, major life changes and losses. Mm -hmm. Um, And... 
then I, I felt like it was like we were both somehow better off for the pandemic. Like, yes, it was the break resilient. we needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, this is this yeah. is okay. We can work with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, everything shut down. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, discovering how much resilience we had um, to be able to work with that. Um, and then setting about making this course and, like, really breaking it down. Like, okay, what exactly is that? that we have mm. both really cultivated in ourselves yeah. over years. Um, like this, this is learnable. It's teachable. It's learnable. And we could break it down. And mm -hmm. we figured we could. And we did. And we did. Um, yeah, we came up with a lot of practical steps to put yeah. it in the concrete. Because I think the world of intuition is so spiritual, emotional. It can feel um, sometimes out of body or detached from like your normal life that we want it to be able to integrate it and put some concrete practical steps of this is how you use it. This is what you do. This is how you discern. Is this your critic or is this your intuition? This is how you deal with doubters. This is how right. you handle whatever, you know. Yeah. And like, you don't have to, for example, move to Santa Fe and become as woo woo as I have <laughs> in order to connect with your intuition. Um, there are some pretty simple ways to just integrate it into the life that you have now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking let's take a little break. And then when we come back, we can go more behind the scenes of what it was like to uh, create and collaborate intuitively. I love that. Let's do it. And we're back. Um, Amber, I, I really want to talk about our intuitive collaboration. How, let's how do, do you it. feel about that? Yeah, let's jump in. You go, okay. you go, and I'll I'll throw whenever it's time. I'll jump in, <laughs> like we okay. always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, um, I, I just want to say, like, one could go about doing something like creating a course by like making a whole plan up front and then executing on the plan. This is not That's what one we option. Did. That, that is not, not what our... we did. <laughs> We, um, first of all, it just started to feel like we're supposed to make something together. Yes. So we explored that gently with no commitments, like, okay, let's, let's make, let's just start by doing what we do, which is essentially like talk on the phone a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we get on Zoom and we record a conversation. Right. Um, and that then, sounded a lot like a podcast. <laughs> it totally did. <laughs> but then, you know, you were like, I don't want to make a podcast, you know, like mm -hmm. that doesn't feel right. And um, yeah, so we really 
we let our both of our intuitions kind of like dance with each other. Yeah. Like, how did we do that? I so what I remember is a conversation where I was reflecting back on 2019 and remembering how I had this insight at the beginning of 2019 that I wanted to collaborate with my friends. And that was my word. Collaborate was one of my words for the year. And you were like, yeah. And then we both were like, we should do this together. We're like, yes. And then we did the Zoom. And then we were both like, well, this, we we knew we wanted to do the course before we did the Zoom. But then we did the Zoom and it sounded more like a podcast. And that wasn't exactly what we wanted. And then Lisa, I think you said, what if we, you know, make a list of ideas or talk out some options? Yeah. Yeah. It was something so, like that. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, we, we do have this sense we're meant to make something. So we made a little thing, a little mm-hmm. prototype. And it was like, mm, it's not quite it. Also, we we recorded the video. So we right. had been thinking, oh, maybe this is a video thingy. Um, and then uh, what I did next was like get in touch with some some dear clients of mine mm-hmm. uh, and people who are are interested in the work that I've been doing. And I kind of did, I did like um, user interviews or, or mm-hmm. customer interviews mm-hmm. based on my my past experience and u- user experience like okay let me go to the people this is gonna be for we're gonna make something we know that ourselves now let me find out something about what's called for what's mm-hmm. needed how we can be of service and what i received back was like a lot of excitement and enthusiasm Mm. for like more self-guided resources and um, feedback that audio is the best. Mm. Like, oh my God, nobody wants to watch more videos right now. Like nobody wants to be on Zoom. so Zoom fatigued, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, if this is a thing that I could do while I'm folding laundry or taking a walk or something, like I'm interested Mm, mm-hmm. Um. So I think that, like, you know, opening up to the, I, I share this to say that, like, intuition can work really well with some, some other inputs, other sources mm. of data to bounce right. off of. Absolutely. You know. Now, if everyone I talked to had said like. Uh, I really need you to write a book. I want you to write a book. I probably would have been like, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like writing a book right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably wouldn't have done it. My intuition would have been like, thank you for the information. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not going to roll with that right now. Um, but this, conf- this was like, okay, well, audio is going to be even easier than video. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and then I really liked how once it became clear, okay, this is an audio course, 
there were times where we we would just kind of jump into a lesson and mm -hmm. you know maybe we would have the overall theme but we would wing it as yes. the course is, is entitled um and then there were other times where like either you or i or both of us would in anticipation of recording together we would be like oh i'm having like a whole download mm -hmm. of ideas about what we're supposed to cover yeah what what was that like for you could you share what's it like for you when you get downloads mm, it's uh it's very exciting and grounding for me i have a feeling that comes over me where i know it is spirit-led or some type of guidance that is leading it that it's not just my thinking and so when I have that, I just allow it to flow. And so typically I'm, I journal a lot. So typically it's in a journal, but in this course, it was mainly in our shared Google doc that I would just pour out ideas that would come through. And what I loved about working with you and collaborating with you is that you could take those ideas and then add your ideas or fine tune something that I had said um and and it just made it better you know i just felt like we were both using our intu intuitive powers along with our intelligence resources loads of education um experience all of that it's not as though intuition doesn't tap into all those things because it does tap into all those things right it's, right it's a part of the puzzle piece it's not something that stands alone so right. we were able to use all that we bring all who we are and and create something amazing that yeah. wouldn't have been as strong if either had either of us had done it on our own i agree a hundred percent and that's that's definitely an area of growth for me i, I mean maybe the people who've worked with me in more of a, a design setting in mm -hmm. the past. Um, maybe those colleagues wouldn't know this about me. I don't know, because mm -hmm. I feel like I do, I am very friendly in, in a, like an office work environment. I'm like mm -hmm. really conscientious sure. and, and committed to collaborating, but like deep down, I'm like very possessive of things. I want to do everything my own way. I'm like mm -hmm. extremely independent, mm -hmm. um, especially if it's like my thing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and sometimes I really resist collaboration. I mean, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're someone who knows about astrology, I have, I have uh, like four or five instances of Aries in my chart it's my sun sign and my rising sign like major ram mm -hmm. over here okay mm -hmm. like if I'm really fully being myself so learning to collaborate I mean gosh it has sometimes been a challenging or scary thing for me mm. but it wasn't this time because mm. we were so clear it was like our 
our two intuitions mm -hmm. were working with each other. Right. And I could just let it be easy, like just mm -hmm. roll with that. Yeah. And it was incredibly easy. I mean, that's the thing, the power of intention and the power of holding the intention together. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, magnetized everything. Yeah. So we could have these moments where it was like, huh, one of us could be like, mm, interesting idea, but it's not landing with me. Mm -hmm. You know? And then we and then we go back and forth like, oh wait, what about this? Ooh, yeah, okay, it's that. You know? So really being open, like being able to trust each our own intuition and the mm -hmm. other person's intuition. Can I share something that's coming right now? Tell me. So uh for me, one of the my own personal guides is my brother who died a year and a half ago and he comes and helps me and helps us he helped us in the course and the memory that's flashing back to me is when we were trying to decide when to launch this course and <laughs> jeremy just came and was shaking his head no and i'm like what's wrong like this is a great day i don't understand what the issue is and his response was just you're doing it all wrong <laughs> And I, I brought that to you. I was like, all I'm getting is that we're doing everything wrong. And then you were able to ask enough questions where we got more information out of him, changed the direction of things. He was satisfied and it made our course stronger. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Jer. All from you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay. I I love that too, you know, in that moment when you allowed that message to come through, like mm -hmm. something's all wrong here. Um, I had been procrastinating like crazy on some of my tasks that I had signed myself up for, mm -hmm. for our course. And so when you said we're doing it all wrong, I was like, well, maybe this is connected to Maybe there's something here about my procrastination. Usually mm. there's a reason when I right. procrastinate. Yes. And yeah. it turned out the reason was I wasn't ready to launch the course yet. I wanted to launch my podcast first. Mm. So then we we like flipped the, the schedule, which mm -hmm. it was kind of unexpected because the whole thing about this podcast came about um, uh, as we were making the course. Right. So we we had to like tap into our intuition and break it down like so intensely to make the course that it, gosh, it had a massive impact on me. I felt like my intuition was just on fire mm -hmm. and it, it suddenly it was like, oh my gosh, it's time to make a podcast. I know what it's called. I know what it's about. Here it is. Everything. I just got to download about that. Right. Um, you were so clear. It came so clear and it was easy. You know, you're just like, here, this is the next thing. This is what I'm doing. And it's like, yep, yeah. that feels right. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And I had in the past, it had occurred to me to make a podcast on my own, mm -hmm. uh, but it never, I never like. It just didn't have much weight behind it. Mm -hmm. And 
and I, I it felt hard to like figure out mm-hmm. what it was going to be like. And then all of a sudden, there it was, clear as day. Mm. It's just for us, the course came first, mm-hmm. and then I started thinking about the podcast later. Mm-hmm. So then it was just a little bit of a surprise to be like, oh, the thing that came second, I'm going to put in the world first. Right. This. Yeah. Yep. And and it just flowed and it made sense. And, and here we are. Here we are. Amber, I want to ask you like what, okay, you know, we were both kind of our intuitions were really on fire. Mm-hmm. making this course so what was Definitely. the impact for you of just working on this material well as i alluded to before it just the the messages the downloads the insights were just stronger and stronger and stronger and i uh, i remember it was either our our course or lesson four three or four but i just remember saying lisa will you coach me you know, this is like right before the call. Yeah. Because I felt like I had something really big that was coming through and I didn't know what it was. And um, you, of course, being the wonderful person that you are, agreed to spontaneously and intuitively listen <laughs> to this request in the middle of our course and uh, guided me through a beautiful meditation and and coached me through what I saw and what I experienced and that stayed with me. And then within a week, I had another very powerful experience where um, basically I was guided to my yoga studio as, as per usual, ended up talking to a yoga instructor, ended up helping guide her um, to to realize that her dog was ready to die. And um, it was all so sudden and unexpected. His legs had just gone out that day and they were considering emergency surgery. And being who I am and working in death and dying, I just saw his spirit rise and leave his body and and said to her, you might want to check in with him. And, and I coached her how to do that. And what does that mean? And what does that look like? And within two days, he died. And I had given her, um, I brought this, this stone with me, a stone that I had gotten right after Jeremy died. It was a star, rose quartz star. And Jeremy had invited me to give it to her. And I said, no. But as soon as she said, it was a, it's this, all this is so sudden and I don't know what to do, I, I gave it to her. And she said that her name means star. And so that was really powerful. And I came home with with a little bit of a hole in my heart of knowing that I was still using that stone, but also trusting that she needed it more than I did. And what came shortly after that, I think maybe that night or the next night talking to another friend who, again, I felt like something's coming through. I just need to process. Let me talk this out and figure it out is that I need to write a book about the last year and a half. And yeah, those things basically that I talk about in the, in the course, but just the loss that I, that I endured and experienced. Yeah. 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 And then, and then that book just came pouring out. Oh, it's still, it's just, it comes every day. It just flows, flows, flows. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, that thing where you were able to communicate what was needed for the dog Mm -hmm. to this person, and you Mm -hmm. were able to, like, see what was happening for the dog. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is exactly the kind of thing where it's like, where I'm over here like, Amber, just so you know, most people can't see that. (laughs) Most people can't hear that, you know, and the fact that you're able to receive messages from Jeremy, yeah, you know, it's like, this is really next level, Mm -hmm. powerful intuition. Now, I can't say we're going to get anywhere near there in this course. It's a little more, but who knows? You you never know. I say trust it. Just trust it. If you're here, if you're listening to this podcast, you're here for a reason. You trusted your intuition for a reason. Um, You're considering this course for a reason. Just keep trusting it because you don't know what listening to this podcast and then eventually listening to the audio courses that we created will lead you to do. Yeah. Like if you don't already see spirits, you're not going to start seeing spirits. But if you're already working with people in whatever line of work that you have, you'll continue to be able to open up and you'll continue to grow in your own life, in your own way. This is just how it works in my way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's important. It's like not everyone's a medium, but you are who you are. And that's what's important. You need to be your most authentic self, not someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think something I loved that we came around to through making this mm-hmm. course is really the simplicity of connecting yeah. with intuition. That right. it's a thing you can practice when you're deciding what to eat for lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing you can practice when you're making some, you know, massive life decision. Absolutely. I wonder if there's anything else um you'd like to share for our listeners well i think and it's just to follow up on what you're saying the small decisions the big decisions use your intuition for those things but also use it in community you know find a friend who might be open to your experience or connect with someone that you really trust to talk about these things and just ask hey what what's it like to to follow your intuition or let's do this course together and see what comes up. You know, that you really aren't alone. You don't have to do it by yourself and it can be very easy. You can be in the flow of your life. If you just let go a little bit. Yeah. And And that you're ready to do it. The, the fact that you might be afraid is a really good sign. It's a sign that you're close to taking the next step. Yeah. So keep and, trusting. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And definitely easier to take that next step, next scary step when you have a friend, an intuitive yeah. friend al- yeah. along with you. Now, if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't have an intuitive friend. I don't. I can't think of anybody who would do this course with me. No problem. You have us. Like that's we're right here. Um, but if someone does come to mind, um, you know, we made this course in friendship. Mm-hmm. Our friendship has 
absolutely strengthened my intuition Mm -hmm. so much over the years. Mm -hmm. And um, in our lessons, we do model ways of supporting each other's intuition. Right. Right. And I would also say trust as you're sitting with who could I share this with or who do I want to have a conversation about intuition with or my knowing or my hunches or my gut reactions. Who, who could I trust? Even if it's someone that you're not super close to, even if it seems strange and bizarre, if you're like, I've met them once at a party three years ago, trust it. There's a reason they're coming to mind. You, and you don't have to have it all figured out. Just trust the next step. What's the next right thing? Yeah. Also trust who you don't want to talk about this oh, with. Oh, yeah. Even more so. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm thinking so much as we're talking about the artist's way and mm-hmm. about how this, I mean, intuition and creativity are extremely connected. Yeah. This is how creativity works. A lot of the tools we use um, can help for downloads of like, what am, what's the next right step for me? Or what should I eat for lunch? Or uh, receiving creative ideas. Mm. Um, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about this in Big Magic and also mm-hmm. in one of her TED Talks. The idea of creating a practice where you just show up and receive whatever it is that you're supposed to receive and you create with it um so i can't remember where where else i was going with that but definitely um thinking a lot about creativity and about learning to trust um those Mm -hmm. the things that you can't quite make sense of yet that's okay you you can still proceed if if you've got the confidence in your intuition. Right. Lisa, you started that by saying to really trust those that you don't want to share this with. Oh, yes. If that's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So In the Artist Way by Julia Cameron, she talks early on in that workbook about how to like be gentle and protective of your um, nascent creativity if you're just starting to unlock it or just with a new creative project. Um, there may be people in your life that you don't want to share that brand new thing with because it just feels too tender and you just have a hunch like they're not going to get it yet, mm. you know? Maybe mm-hmm. those are the people who way, way down the line, they help you with some like critique mm-hmm. um, to, to really prepare for putting it into the public realm or something. But it's a different kind of person mm-hmm. that you can be so vulnerable with when right. you're cultivating a new project or a new skill. And, um, that's that's what we're talking about here new ways of cultivating your intuition mm-hmm. yeah who are the people that make you feel cozy and safe or maybe for you it's an inspired and bold 
you know, whatever it is, you know who those people are. Yeah. You're one of those people for me, Amber. Oh, you're totally one of those people for me, Lisa. Thank you. Yes. Yay. Um, well, I mean, I feel like we could talk forever as always. Always. Um, but I think we're, it seems like we're kind of winding down here. Anything else you want to say? I just wonder if there's maybe one thing that you want to share that you're most excited about other people either learning or diving into, into the course, or if there's like one nugget that comes to you that you want to share as a wrap up. One nugget. Um, okay. Uh, there's something I'm proud of. Oh, tell me. Yes. Okay. So in one of our lessons, I, I led a guided meditation mm -hmm. and uh, I pretty much just made it up on the spot. I mean, I have some common themes and images that I bring into my guided meditations, but um, yeah, mostly just was winging it and um, I feel proud of it. I, I, I hope that it's going to be really helpful and enjoyable for our listeners. I can't mm -hmm. wait for them to hear it and use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely one that's, that's easy to enter into and um, has a lot of kind of unexpected pieces. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, okay, what about you, Amber? What's your nugget? So my nugget is actually the intuitive knowing closing. Mm. Would you like to do that with me? Let's do it. So it's similar to the intuitive knowing opening in that there will be a call and response and okay. one line is changed. Let's do that now. Are you ready? Ready. Inner knowing, I thank you. Inner knowing, I thank you. Inner knowing, I love you. Inner knowing, I love you. Inner knowing, I trust you. Inner knowing, I trust you. May it be so, and so it is. If you're curious about strengthening your intuition, I hope you'll check out our audio course. We created it to help you stop second guessing and start living your heart out. You can learn more at winging-it.net. Before you go, a few final notes. First, if you have a topic or question you'd like me to cover, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a note at podcast at the-cocoon.co. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you use to listen. And if you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. That's one of the best things you can do to show your support and encourage me to keep going. The other best thing you can do is to become a supporter on Patreon. You can get access to patrons-only content, including monthly guided meditations. You can find me at patreon.com slash lisa sanchez 
or check out the link in the show notes. Until next time, let it be easy.